Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Well, good morning. Good morning. Yes. Happy December. Here we are. Yes. Tenth day. Tenth day. How many one more third, days? One third through the month. <laughs> so, and then to the end of the year. Well, We're getting closer. Fourteen days till Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. All the kitties have to go to bed early. <laughs> and all the parents have to stay up late putting those putting damn things, things together. Things together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot the batteries. Who's yeah. open at midnight on Christmas That's Eve? Right. Oh, boy. Well, welcome to the show, Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette Morgan, along with Dr. Dr. Jerry Mixon. Dr. Umat has the weekend off. She does. She does. So you are the man in the studio. And we that's lo- me, the that's man right. in the studio. <laughs> and we would love to take your calls and answer your questions. <laughs> and I'm going to give you that phone number right now before we dive in. It's 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. If you've got a question about uh, health, Whatever you're going through, I know a lot of people like to wait until the very end of the show and call in and we get a bunch of calls. But And then yeah. we have to cut them short. We do, we do. So call in early. Yeah, call in early, have your cup of coffee and uh, sip of tea and, and listen right. and get ed- educated <laughs> and get information and answers to your questions. And, you know, we learn, that's the one thing I, I hear uh, people saying, you know, I just learned so much on the show. Things I didn't know, things my doctor didn't tell me. and. Yeah. Well, oh boy. You know, my major complaint about my profession is that we often forget the, the word doctor means teacher, the mm-hmm. professor. And uh, too many physicians, because they get paid for procedures, become proceduralists and don't stop to educate the patient, in which case I think they've decided to stop being real doctors because real doctors are teachers. They teach the patient about what's wrong and how to fix it. Yes. And that's what we try to do here on the show. Yep. Yes. 1-800-465-8770. Phone lines are wide open right now, so you can get in and be one of the first ones on the line. All right. So here we are, end of the year. End of the year. And what is making headlines today? Anything in the medical community (laughs) that we need to be aware of? Uh, not much making headlines, really. Okay. We are and still... that's not a bad thing. <laughs> you know, RSV, influenza, and a little bit of COVID. Okay. Nationally, COVID is about 20 cases per 100,000 people, so that's not all that bad. Actually, the worst parts of the country are, you know, New York City and you know, the, the typical Northeast. 
Uh, it's cold. People have gone inside, and the virus circulates through the air con- or the heating systems. Here in Washington, we're at about 12 cases per 100,000. Florida's at 10 per 100,000. So, you know, we're we're running about half the national average. Okay, and that's good because <laughs> that's good. we've been on the other end before where that's we were we way above. And, uh, you know, RSV is hitting the young kids because they all ran, wore masks for the last two years and didn't get their RSV. And now we've got a big surge because they're catching up. Mm. Uh, kind of influenza, too. Although flu season's not all that often. It started a little earlier than usual. Okay. But, you know, not bad. I went and got my flu shot. Good job? Yep. Um, Yeah, I guess the the most exciting thing for me was this past week, I went to a meeting, and this was not one of these continuing education meetings that doctors go to for credits and stuff. This was a a unique uh, meeting over at Mm. the Buck, Buck Institute down in California. Um, they got together about 20-some of the top aging research people on the planet. Oh, wow. And so it was kind of a small gathering. Um, but half the people there were doctors, and the other half were investors looking for things to invest in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of this research uh, has incredible promise. And yes. so, you know, people want to get their dollars into the pot early. Um I think they, two fascinating things that I came away with. One, there is a company that has got a, a compound. They're starting human safety trials next month in January. Um, the animal studies are incredible. Wow. Uh, a, a, a compound that seems to have an incredibly great safety profile. The therapeutic dose is about, uh, one hundredth of the toxic dose. So you could take a hundred times the therapeutic dose before you got in trouble. Uh, and it, uh, it actually rejuvenates the macrophages that clean out the, the damaged cholesterol and form the plaque. Oh, that we don't want. That you don't want. Yes. And actually in the animals cleans all the plaque out of your, all, all your blood vessels. Wow. Basically, all that cholesterol plaque that results in the strokes and the heart attacks yes. and the kidney failures and yeah, peripheral, peripheral arterial disease and all that cleans it out. Wow. Which means less which surgeries means, and well, which healthier means, body. And, which means about 90% of the cardiologists in the country will go out of business. Because <laughs> so they may not like this. There won't be any heart disease. Wow. You know, we get rid of about 80% of the strokes and almost 100% of the heart attacks in the United States. All those stents and bypass surgeries and stuff that the Bye-bye. cardiologists make their living doing wouldn't wow. be necessary anymore. Wow. And the company will be multi-trillionaires. Wow. Because everyone on the planet over 50 is going to want this stuff. Wow. Now, what type of a thing is it? Is it a treatment? It's, is a, it's, a, it's, it's just a pill. You a, take, a pill that you take. You take it twice a day okay. for you know three to six months and clean out your arteries. Wow. And who would not want to do that? I mean, yes. it's like, you know, Drano for your body yes. and your arteries and yeah. things. So, wow. again, you know, the, the human safety studies are just starting next month. Okay. Uh, it's a long way from where we are now, but mm-hmm. if the human studies bear out what the animal studies are showing, it, it was going to totally revolutionize medical care on planet Earth. Wow, that is the huge. Number, the number one killer of human beings will go away. Heart disease. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, again, atherosclerotic disease, which is heart disease and strokes and kidney failures and, you know, many eye diseases. I mean, yeah. Wow. So got all my fingers and toes crossed for these guys. That has to be exciting to hear something like that. I wish I could own part of it. (laughs) The the investors were all saying, can we invest? And these people said, nope, we're fully funded. Oh, they are. They don't need money. (laughs) They're fully funded. Wow. So whoever is behind them is, yeah. if this pans out over the next two or three years, these will probably be the new richest people on planet Earth. Wow. And I wonder how accessible this will be for for everyone or for certain people or well, what are you thinking? The compound is actually a molecule that has been used as a carrier molecule to carry other drugs into your system. We've used variants of this for many years. All they've done is change some of the, the, the moieties on the outside of the molecule to kind of make it a cage so that it picks up the macrophages and the damaged cholesterol and carries them away. Carries them away. Yeah. And them it's, out of your it, body. You know, it's only in your system a couple of hours with each wow. dose. So not much time for toxicity. Yeah, I mean, a fascinating, fascinating wow. compound. So, yeah. Um, Did so, you know they were working on this or something no like this? Nothing. So this is a big I surprise. Saw, I saw a blurb in the literature six months ago uh, saying they were going to be presenting at this meeting. Oh. And that was why I came to the meeting. Okay. And you were. <laughs> right? And I was blown away. Thrilled. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. The other thing is kind of fascinating. There's, there is a compound uh, that uh, virtually every doctor at the meeting was actually taking, including me, uh, <laughs> that, that has been shown to extend lifespan in virtually every animal it's ever been given to. Uh, with a very, very low side effect profile. The problem with that one is we don't know exactly what the best dose is or the best timing. And so there's a, a lot of guessing by golly in that. Okay. But, uh, you know, I'm using it. I know Dr. Umat is about to start it. And so um, hopefully in a few months we'll be ready to help some of our patients with it. But, That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but because that is really, really, really cutting edge, it would be one of those things that we'll have to get informed consents and, mm-hmm. you know, disclosures and yada, yada, all the stuff saying, even if your ears fall off, you don't get to sue us. But That's right. <laughs> so. I mean, come on. Ears look funny anyway. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a couple of really interesting stuff. I was, I was actually this compound that we, that we're using. I was hoping I would get some clarity on on optimal dosing and timing, but mm-hmm. nobody on planet Earth seems to know. Okay, so not all yet. we do know is that the higher the dose, the longer people live. Wow. Okay. And, so, and it it adds it, in the animal studies, it's adding twenty to twenty five percent to lifespan. That's huge. Well, if you figure the average American lives about eighty years, and we could add twenty percent to that, it would be an extra sixteen years. That is Give wonderful. The average up to ninety six, that would be pretty good. Yeah. yeah so we'll see. So anyway, yeah, some interesting it's stuff. Very interesting. Was there anything there that you were like, no? Yeah, yeah. There okay. Was, there was some stuff there that I said, well, it's, I don't know about that. It's interesting science, but I don't see it's going to be useful. Okay. But you know, who knows? It may surprise me. All right. Well, this is wonderful. This is how our doctors get information by yep. continually edu- uh, getting educated and following and seeing what people are doing. Now, was this a, a back to the first thing? I'm so 
am wondering about the compound <laughs> that cleans out the arteries. Uh, was that a group of people that discovered this, or maybe one it's person? It's a research. No, it's oh. a research lab. Okay, that, uh, it's lab. a company that uh, is, was looking for something along these lines and seems to have found it. And seems yeah. to have found it. Oh, this is good. I mean, they've got you know. I think they they've been backed with thirty or forty million dollars and. Research money. So that should help them do a few things. They're doing fine, yeah. All right. Do they have a name for this? A potential name? No, no. Not yet. I guess the compound has a number. Okay, just a number. All right. Well, good. Well, we love getting up to date on what's happening and what could potentially be happening because something two and three years down the road, that's going to get here quick. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll be able to do that. Yeah. All right. Leading Edge Medicine, you're tuned in. I'm Lynette, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon, and we would love to talk with you. 1-800-465-8770. Before we take our first break, let's dive into some phone calls. We've got a couple calls on the line. At least uh, introduce them, get their question, then we'll take our break. Okay. So let's go to Steve, who is calling in. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, doctors. Uh, my question is, uh, from a, from an ancient history program that you folks did, I heard something about perhaps either hormonal or vitamin deficiency can be uh, leading to emotional. I'm 83, a widower, and been widowed for now five, four plus years, and I find myself for no earthly reason on that I can imagine sitting and just starting to cry. Yep. Terribly emotional. Hmm. And, and um, you know, I, I've always been rather emotional. I mean, if you put me in front of someone playing taps or a, a, a dog story, shaggy dog story, or a boy in a dog story, I'm going to get emotional. But this is for no reason. I can sit there and hmm. breathe deep and find myself emotional. Is there a reason for this, or am I just going yes. crazy? No, you're not going crazy. You're you're old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Doctor. Yeah. This is that, a answer, gr- that answers my question. It's been yeah. nice talking to you. No, no, <laughs> no, no. We I'm, want to I'm, find I'm out why. Tell you what about your age that is doing this to you? Okay. And <clears throat> people, oh. She's just giving me a the, break the symbol. symbol. Why don't we take a quick a break. break? We're going to take a little commercial break. And uh, we'll be right back and talk about this. That's right. And I will give you some hints. And I will tell you, there's about a 99% chance that if you come to Longevity Medical Clinic, we can fix it. Very good. All right. We'll be right back with Leading Edge Medicine. And we'll find out what's going on to make our listener incredibly emotional at the age of 83. We'll be right back. Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. 
And it was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark, like oh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at DanielNelsonMD.com. I've been a longevity patient at the Tacoma Clinic a little over three months. So I've lost a bunch of weight and improved libido. Uh, I quit drinking wine, which was not easy. I really appreciate what you do. Oh, oh well, I'm falling in love again. Oh, 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 oh. Many's the time I've been too tired. Many's the time I've been stunned. Many a honey took all of my money, but that was when I was much younger. Made my mind Welcome back. Careful. It's Leading Edge Made Medicine. So glad you've joined us today. We love spending our Saturday mornings with you. We love taking your phone calls and your questions. Here's that number to get through today. It's 1-800-465-8770. And we're talking with Steve from Graham uh, about that extra emotion that he's getting at the age of 83. And is that normal? What can we do about it? And why is it happening, Dr. Mixon? It is very common in older men. Okay. Um, actually, it's in common in older people, period. Okay. <laughs> Women go through depressive disorders and weeping, etc. at menopause, frequently around 50. It doesn't wow. usually hit men till their 60s and 70s. Okay. Uh, and it is a anabolic hormone androgen decline. Um, the so-called sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, dehydroepiandrosterone, pregnenolone, all of these hormones are thought of as sex hormones, and they do, they are critical in forming our reproductive tract in adolescence. But once you hit an adult, the primary function is in, is in the brain. Mm. Their mood, their neurotransmitters, and they help us in our perception of ourselves and the world around us. And as those levels decline, people get moody, weepy, less enthusiastic. They have less stress tolerance. Um, depression becomes a common issue. Uh, labile moods, wide mood swings become very common. When we move the brain chemistry back to where it was in your 20s, you become... Uh, Optimistic, outlook uh, brightens up, stress tolerance improves, and those, uh, those for no good reason, weepies just fade away. Uh, so, yes, this can be fixed. It can be fixed. Yeah, you don't need psychotherapy. You don't nope. need psychiatric drugs. <laughs> we, just need to, we just need to move things back to where they were in your 20s, and you'll feel great again. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good to now, you, Steve? Is this going to... Yeah, it sounds real good to me. Will this mean that my my mind will be writing checks that my body can cash again? Well, I can work on your body too, of course. Uh, you know, <laughs> the the goal at our clinic is to make you stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, and sexier. And if we do those five things, you'll be happier, happier. And, and you'll stay and you'll stay a patient for twenty years, like many of our patients have. Absolutely. Uh, that would make me a hundred and three. 
That's fine. Do That's I get, good. Do I get an age? Do I get? An, do I get an age discount? <laughs> <laughs> no, we charge by the year. <laughs> the senior so. senior discount. That's right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, each each year you're with us. You know, you pay our bills each year. But uh, yeah, it's this is a very common issue with older people of both genders. And as we move the, the you know move the the brain clock back, and we move those neurotransmitters back, mood changes. It's just all there is to it. I mean, I'm 75 years old. I'm not quite your age yet, but you know, I have had the the endocrine support of a 25 year old man for 25 years now, and I. Have not had a weepy day. Well, I don't think I've joy. seen you I, I've, in in, in all, the almost two years that I've worked with you here yeah. in the studio. I haven't even seen a, a sad day or a bummer day. No, no it's it's no. a good day, and if you've got a problem, yeah, you're going to jump it. on it and fix yeah, it. No, it's, it's true. You know, mm-hmm. I, I because I carry those neurotransmitters in my brain at a at young man's level. Whenever problems come up, I know I can handle that. Mm-hmm. We can You're ready it. to attack it? Yeah, we just look for ways to, to handle the problem and make it better. That's all. So, yeah, you come on in. Let us do your initial evaluation. See where you are. Get some measurements. And, uh, you know, if you decide then that you want to become a patient, we'll make you a patient and we'll fix this problem for you. Yes. That was good. Thank you very much, Doctor. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome, sir. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. you, Steve. Have a great day. Uh, what we're talking about is the free health analysis appointment, and that's something that the the clinic at Longevity, your clinic, has offered since the beginning, yes. and we're still doing that so far. So, so far. Yeah, yeah, so far. Still, uh, what we want you to do is come in so that you can see with just a couple of tests where your risks are and where you could be headed, and then if you choose to do that big panel of tests, which I did. It's just a hair under six hundred dollars, yep. but that gives the doctor so much information. And you end up with about a seventy-page laboratory mm-hmm. printout that, uh, yeah, gives us a lot of guidance. Yeah, and then the doctor will sit down with you for an hour and sort out where you are, where you're headed, where we want you to go, and how we're going to get you there. Yes, and then if you decide to become a patient, you can become a patient. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here's that number to call. If you'd like to call, we have someone that can answer that call and make an appointment for you right now. 866-86-YOUNG. That number is 866-86-YOUNG. You can also go online to lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. When you make that appointment, you have uh, the whole schedule in front of you. Whatever time works best for you, whatever clinic works best for you, Kirkland, Tacoma, or Linwood. And we even have Saturday doctors available as well. Mm-hmm. What what doctor's office can make an appointment on a Saturday? Saturday morning. Yes, we do. We have doctors available. So don't put off. Don't make excuses. You don't live too far away. Uh, you can get in here. Your health matters. And it matters to us at Longevity. Well, and you got to see, on average, you see us about once every three months. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even if you had to drive an hour or two, mm-hmm. Once every three months to, you know, be stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, and sexier. That's worth eh, it. It's worth it. There yeah. you go. There you go. That number again is one eight six six eighty six young And our website where you can kind of look around and get some information about what we do at Longevity, that is lmclinic.com. All right. We're going to take another phone, clear, uh, phone call here. Going to Tacoma, we have Casey on the line. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Casey. Good. Good morning. I hope you're all doing well. 
Yes. We are. Fact is, if the scoundrels in charge find out how good I feel, they're going to find a way to tax it. So you know it. Let's keep it a secret, uh, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Mixon, uh, my wife and I met you at the Tacoma Clinic. I don't know. I think it was about 12 or 13 years ago. You came down uh, to see a few patients. And, uh-huh. Uh, so now she is uh, a few weeks away from... 86 years old. Uh-huh. She's been very healthy, and most people can't guess her age because she's well-preserved. Good. Uh, just uh, about a week ago, she had an ocular stroke, oh, and yeah. she's been having some trouble with blood pressure as well. And so mm-hmm. they did an uh, MRI and a CAT scan. The MRI um, didn't pick anything up. And so they okay. said they think it was maybe such a fine particle that got into a blood vessel and then it washed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did say one of the vertebral arteries was narrowed. So now for me, the question is, uh, what can be done to kind of get that vertebral artery and the one leading to the the eye there to open up more for good blood flow and what are the chances that that eye will improve as far as its vision capacities okay well the improvement question is the toughest to answer because that depends on how much damage has been done but if Dr. Gilbert is listening, Michael, if you want to call in and weigh in on this, uh, it would always be uh-huh. a, you know, a benefit. I'd love to ha- have your input. Um, <clears throat> but you remember as this show was starting, I was talking about the the compound that's in research right now. Yes, that'll clear out those arteries. Yeah. I mean, if we had that on the market and his wife had taken mm-hmm. it, this would not this be a problem. This would would not happen. That wow. would indeed open up those arteries and provide great blood flow. Mm. Uh, you know, so let's let us hope and pray that the human trials turn out to be really good because I'd love to see such a compound yes. on the market. Uh, right now, we have many fewer options available to us. Probably the if it's slightly narrowed, you aren't anywhere near needing surgery. That's the good news. Um, and I don't believe they do stents for the vertebral arteries anyway. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> your best bet is a, a book by Dr. Dean Ornish, O-R-N-I-S-H, Dean Ornish, called Reversing Heart Disease. And Dean has got several books out now. Uh, all of them aimed yep. at basically opening up our, our blood vessels He's got some some great studies in which he has shown people with 90% occlusion of vessels over an 18-month period are actually able to open those up to about 50%. Wow. Which is a big, big change from 90 back back up to 50. Um, And, but it is slow. It's not something that happens overnight. Uh, But he's he's got probably the best program right now uh, for lifestyle and dietary changes that you can put in play at virtually any age. Um, yeah. There are some other things that can, that can be tried that may be of some benefit, but they're, 
they're all a bit iffy. Uh, there's everything from using some of the supplements, uh, like the Neo40, that increase nitric oxide, which tends to dilate your blood vessels and improve blood flow just about everywhere, uh, which is you know of some help um, in men and women. Um, but right now, that's probably about as close as we're going to get. And okay. Well, the doctor at the hospital uh, said that uh, one of her uh, things that she needs to really tend to is the blood pressure issue Absolutely. because that yeah. can cause a lot of trouble in those arteries, especially if they get clogged and material yeah. getting loose and jamming up inside. Yes. Well, and, and, and there's specific blood pressure medicines that you want to use and others you want to avoid. Uh, so there's a couple of different general ways to, to lower blood pressure. One is to dial down the pump so the heart isn't pumping as hard. And those would be beta blockers. And, you know, that, that would actually be counterproductive in her case. Uh, the others that we're looking at are things like the ACE inhibitors that actually dilate the blood vessels, make the vessels bigger. If you pump the same amount of blood through bigger pipes, the pressure goes down. Mm. Okay. And so, so any of the, the ACE inhibitors, the calcium channel blockers, any of those, those medications that work by dilating the blood vessels and making them bigger uh, would be the way to go for her blood pressure because she, she already has narrow pipes. We don't yeah. want to damp down the pump. Mm. Okay. Well, one of the medications they put her on is the hydrochlorothiazide. And, yeah. uh, I'm not as crazy about that one. Uh, yeah. that one. That one is a diuretic. It, it lowers the blood pressure by pulling fluid out of the system. It kind of puts the kidneys into overdrive, so you pee more. Mm. Uh, and that lowers blood pressure, but it lowers the blood pressure by taking fluid out of the system. I'd rather open up her blood vessels and make them bigger than to, to partially dehydrate her. Which one of the medications um, is uh, working in that way? Well, like I said, uh, ACE inhibitors and uh, and calcium channel blockers are the two classes, and there's probably 10 drugs in each class. But if you go to your primary care doctor, point out, you know, the pressure's high, and ask him about picking a good ACE inhibitor, uh, the biggest side effect with, those, with that class of drugs is um, cough. The number one reason people stop taking them is a fair number of people get a dry cough. Some of them cause more coughing than others. The oldest ones, like lisinopril, uh -huh. cause more cough than some of the newer ones. But there's a, a, a longevity advantage, too. People who use ACE inhibitors tend to live longer uh -huh. than people uh, in the general population. Okay. So... Uh -huh. And so it's a blood pressure okay. slash mild anti-aging drug. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, okay. then, uh, if you have time for another one. <laughs> oh, yes. Stay um, right there. and we've, we've got a commercial. You hear the music. We'll take a break, so, and then we'll, we'll answer your other question back. in just a moment, Steve. Okay. And if you have a question, too, for Dr. Mixon today on Leading Edge Medicine, here's that number to get through today. We are live in the studio at 1-800-465-8770. We'll be right back. 
Leading Edge Medicine. Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine. Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country, and I can tell you what Whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question. Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com nwvision.com or you can call 425-450-2020 425-450-2020 I also uh, want to say how, how how much I appreciate this program it's just uh, really valuable I think the people who aren't calling are just sitting there stunned by the information <laughs> or anything else on a day like today we pass the time My name is Lynette here along with Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio and taking your phone calls. Our lines are open for you at 1-800-465-8770. Steve is on the line, had some questions, been talking about the uh, high blood pressure, beta blockers and different things. Steve, you said you had another question for Dr. Mixon. What's going on, Steve? Yeah, Casey is the name. (laughs) Yes. Oh, sorry, Casey. So anyway, um. My one of my wife's younger sisters has been battling Parkinson's, Ooh. and um, she came across a therapy uh, looking you know, on the internet, and this was developed by some Italian doctor utilizing vitamin B one in high dosages. And I'm wondering, have you heard about this? Uh, what is your opinion? I've heard about it. I have not gone into it in great depth. Um, you know, B vitamins tend to be activators. They they tend to make everything in the brain a little more go status. Um, and since those those dopamine receptors in the substantia nigra are damping down, it I guess in theory might have some improvement. I've seen no studies on it, so I, you know, I can't tell you yay or nay for sure. There are some things about um, about Parkinsonian diseases that we do know can provide some help. Um, interestingly enough, even in women, raising their testosterone level increases mood, makes them more cheerful, and increases their their coordination and their activity, their ability to move better, which I think is really kind of fascinating. Oh yeah. Um, there is also some some preliminary animal studies showing that a a com- co- compound called rapamycin may well be of some benefit. 
in helping to repair some of the the brain damage with uh, with Parkinson's disease. And then, of course, you get into people with severe disease with really, really bad tremors and so on that uh, the neurosurgeons are using the gamma knife to uh, to basically destroy some some very isolated small areas of the brain uh, and stop that feedback loop so that you don't get that tremor uh, as badly. But at this point, we don't have real cures for Parkinson's disease. So some things we can do to modify it, to improve levels of functioning. Um, closest drug I know of that can help the, the, the actual disease is the rapamycin. Although there are some experimental studies now with stem cells, uh, with uh, uh, stem cells that are basically programmed to grow new brain cells that are being injected actually into the brain in the appropriate areas. and uh, But that's, again, research, not not something that's available okay. at your local clinic as yet. Well, I know one of the difficulties she has had with the medications prescribed, and which seem kind of like a shotgun approach, <laughs> but there it's affecting her bowels and, and having a problem with constipation then. Mm-hmm. And so to get those to those bowels to start working really well again and relieve pressure and discomfort it is a difficulty it is it is you know this is a problem we we get with almost every oral drug everything you take by mouth that goes down into the gut the two three common issues nausea constipation or diarrhea <laughs> it's just because pick of, one yeah. or all three yeah or oh, all boy. three but i mean almost any pill you take or, or liquid if it's going into the gut we're putting things into the bowel that were never really designed to be there and depending on the individual you know uh gastrointestinal symptoms are probably the number one problem we get with almost any drug <laughs> that, we, that we give by mouth uh, so, you know, that's, I don't have a real answer for that one. Um, I presume she's looking at levodopa, carbidopa combination of some sort that she's taking, something like Cinemet. Uh Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there was one medication uh, they were trying, and it was very expensive, like $800 for prescription. And that really caused a lot of problems with her. And so they... I think resorted to some of the previous medication they yeah. they'd been using, but it seems as though they're just kind of throwing something out there, seeing if it works, not really knowing if it's going to help well yeah. or not. Yeah, well, and that's one of the problems. We've got limited limited uh, knowledge of ways to fix this problem. And like I said, the, the, the most effective things that we've come up so far are still in research you know, with small numbers of patients. Uh, they're things that can be tried, but nobody can guarantee results. So I, I fear this is one of those areas we are just not there yet in our current state of the art. Huh? I, wish I, I wish I could be more encouraging. Yeah. Do you have time for an off-the-wall question? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, well do we it do real have, quick. We've we got a few somebody, more folks. Yeah, we've got yeah. some folks waiting. So if it's something I can move through quickly, let's give it a try. Well, 
Back when I was in high school, I read a book called Soldier about a commander in the 173rd Airborne, mm. uh, Anthony Herbert. And were you under his leadership at that time, or was this a different era or time no, slot? Uh, no, the commanding officer, the, the unit I was attached to at 173rd Airborne was Captain Cavese. Uh, so he was our our battalion commander. Uh, so nope. Wrong, wrong unit or or wrong bat. There are two battalions in the 173rd, or at least there were way back when I was in there. So he may have been in the first bat. I was in second bat. Okay. <laughs> that well, was an off the so wall much. question. Okay, oh, thank you, yeah. Casey. Oh, you lots of thank you. Oh, lots of good information there. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine, and you too can call in with your questions at 1-800-465-8770. We're going to Shelton now. We have Paul on the line. Good morning, Paul. Morning, Paul. Well, Hi there. Good morning. Good morning, doctor. How can um, I be of help? I was wondering, well, I was seeing on uh, YouTube a doctor, well, he's a PhD, Dan Goodenow, and he has a company called Prodrome Services, uh-huh. and he's selling uh, plasma, plasmologen precursors. Okay. Test kit. Have you, do you know anything about him or about his company? Or? I don't know anything about him or his company. Uh, you know, I'm familiar with plasmology as a theory. Uh, you know, basically, it, plasmology is looking at blood and blood components under microscopes, and they are well, he, you know, looking for thing for live blood yeah. versus dead blood versus damaged blood, etc. I well, well, have very little faith in it, but go ahead. Well, this is this is about plasmologen. Ah, the actual okay. sub your blood, and ah. supposedly this. This this what happens is your plasmologen levels drop off precipitously, apparently in your late fifties and your sixties. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he claims is that um, this can help address a lot of the neurodegenerative diseases. In fact, he's got a book out called Breaking Alzheimer's. And so I thought maybe I'd call you and see if you know anything about it because he's got a test kit. And two different types of uh, groups of uh, uh, precursors that uh, he's patented, apparently. So, okay, I don't know how effective his precursors are. Um, you know, the 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 plasma gens uh, are acetyl um, and, and acyl esters. Um, once more, they they form an ether bond with the, with the, these phospholipids. And so these are bonded mm-hmm. phospholipids that are involved in aging. They're involved in cell reproduction. They're involved in cell self-destruction. Um, right. So, but I have, I have no knowledge of his particular compounds or what they do. Okay. Okay. So I wish I could be you'd be interested in well, yeah, I mean, I just jotted myself a quick note, and I'll you know, okay. do a little more reading and see if it's something that I, I think is practical for the moment. And uh, obviously, okay. anything that works, I love. Anything that doesn't work, I try to ignore. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank bye-bye, you. sir. Bye-bye.
All right. It is uh, about 17 minutes away from 9 o'clock. We have another hour and 15 minutes to go, and we would love to take your calls today. If you have a question for Dr. Mixon, here is that number to get through live today. It's 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We'll be back with Greg, who has a question in just a moment. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. Do my friends notice anything different about me since I've been on longevity? You bet they do. They ask me all the time, where do you get that energy and zest for life? And I tell them, longevity. In every other song that I've heard lately, some fellow gets shot. And his baby and his best friend both die with him, as likely as not. In half of the other songs, some cats cry, are ready to die. We've lost most all of our happy people, and I'm wondering why. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the loving, loving, loving. <laughs> We're Let's back. forget about the wine and the crying oh, and the good and the morning. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine. Thank you for tuning in this morning. We love having you uh, be part of the show, especially when you call in with your questions. And you can do that right now at 1-800-465-8770. Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio today. I'm Lynette. Let's go to Shelton. We have Paul on the line for the next question. Good morning, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hi there, Paul. How can we help you today? Sounds oh. like he's underwater. Oh, no. You're gurgling. Is Paul there? Okay, we'll wait on Paul, and maybe he'll pop back. Let's go to Bonnie Lake. We have Greg waiting on the line as well. Greg, Hello. good Hello, morning. Greg, Greg is also See quiet. See Greg. Okay, oh Greg goodness. there. Did with he fall us? into Bonnie Lake? Oh, we lost Greg. Okay, so Greg, you call back if you're listening right now. We will just stay right here in Seattle. We have Marvin calling in. 
several calls. (laughs) Hi, Marvin. I have a question. Uh, I am a patient for for about a year uh, Uh with longevity, and I've had prostate cancer for the last 11 years. I've been treating it naturally. Um, And lately, my PSA has started to climb back up. Uh, Two years ago, they put me on finasteride, um, and my PSA dropped in half. It's Uh now, well, it got up to about 20 and dropped down to 10, and then it started going down to um, as low as four and a half. I was taking uh, weekly vitamin uh, C uh, IVs, uh, uh-huh. And that seemed to help stabilize it. But now it's going back up. Uh, and I was taking progesterone, uh, progesterone, uh, uh-huh. a DHE. And on my last visit to longevity, they suggested I stop taking that. And then my urologist I met with two days ago suggested that I stop taking finasteride um, as well as uh, and, uh probably not pronouncing this right, but it's anasterol, which uh, the longevity recommended. I start taking that twice a week rather than once a week. So I was just wondering what your opinion of is what I should or shouldn't be doing to, <sighs> to take care of my prostate. Yeah. One of the problems we've got with prostate cancers are they mutate. <clears throat> and almost anything we do to them that controls them for a while they seem to adapt to and then start to grow again and so you know if, if you've been stable and even improving numbers for 11 years they've done a very nice job for you thus far uh, the question is where do we have to go from here um, right <laughs> yeah. are you on a PDE5 inhibitor do they have you on something like uh, like Tadalafil uh, yeah yeah, I'm okay, on good. Fidelifil. I'm taking that twice, uh, five milligrams twice a day. Okay, good. Um, because that one slows metastasis, slows spread of the tumors. So that's that's good. I'm just trying to think what else. I mean, it sounds to me like they've been doing a great job with you so far. I'm a little curious about why they want to give up on the the finasteride. Uh, except maybe, you know, finasteride, it lowers it lowers the PSA, but it, that lowering of the PSA doesn't necessarily mean that the tumor got smaller. Um, it can inhibit the formation of PSA, and the tumor can keep growing even if the PSA is is down. So they may be wanting to take you off the finasteride and see what your, your PSA is uh, without the drug. Um, does that make that much difference? I mean, it, I've, I've heard that finasteride cuts it in half, but yeah. whether it's 10, 10 or 20, I, you know, I've still got the cancer. You've still got um, the cancer. That's right. And but the, the question is, how fast is the cancer growing? Um, generally, our rule of thumb, okay, and, and this is just a rule of thumb. It doesn't apply to everybody, but it applies to most folks. Um if the if the PSA is doubling in less than a year, that's a bad prognostic sign. 
Okay, that means you're you're usually getting into some real trouble because it means the tumor's growing faster than usual. So, you know, let's say you were 20, if in a year it was 40, and the year after that it was 80, and the year after that it was 160, we'd be in deep doo-doo, okay? Um, If you're running 20, they got it down to 10, then you stayed up in the teens and maybe 20, and, and it's been in this range for 11 years, that's really encouraging. Um, you know, but if it's starting to grow faster, then, you know, then we have to get more aggressive and then we have to wonder about, is it time for you to move to radiation therapies or seed implants or something like that? Um, so I, I, I'm trying to guess, you know, exactly what your urologist is thinking. And, and my guess is he wants to get you off the finasteride, see what your unmedicated PSA is, and then make some decisions about how aggressive to be with you. That's well, my I, guess. I, I've been getting a bone scan and a PET or a, a, a CT scan every year, and it's, it's uh-huh. encapsulated. It hasn't spread. Good. And, uh, they, they, rather than, order that again this year uh, my urologist recommended a, p- a PET scan so I'm scheduled yeah. for PET scan first of January yeah positron um, emission scans will show things that the the standard MRIs and CTs won't so yeah that's that that was a good choice on his part um, okay yeah you know if you're encapsulated if you don't have spread remote spread um, I'd be thinking Thinking, there, there's some new positron studies where they actually go out and put uh, particle beam radiation that is focused very closely right on the lesion. Uh, not available everywhere, but I think there's last time I checked, and, and it's been a f- few years since I checked, so I have to, my numbers may be way off, but there were like 34, 35 centers around the country that could do that. Um. Yeah, get your get your later study, and then chat with your doc at um, at longevity. And what we can do is put you into our Tuesday rounds. You know, every Tuesday, all of my doctors get together on a on a conference call with a, with a Teams meeting, and we all have access to everybody's medical records. And when they've got people with interesting or difficult problems, and yours falls into both of those cases right now, uh, it allows all the doctors to get together in kibitz and try to come up with uh, with the best solutions that everybody gets to talk about. That so, sounds great. Uh, yeah. I, I know uh, my doctors talked about that, but I don't know if that actually got done. One more quick question. if uh, What is your thoughts on melatonin? Uh, my doctor longevity said that he had heard that some some doctors are going as high as a hundred milligrams of melatonin. I'm up yeah. between the fifty and sixty, and I'm trying to. I still get groggy in the morning, but if that'll help my prostate cancer, I'm you know should I go up to a hundred? Well, I know some oncologists that are using high dose melatonin. And I do know of one guy that was using 40 milligrams two and sometimes three times a day uh, for his patients. Uh, obviously, the quality of life can suffer a bit because you can make him kind of groggy uh, with those super high doses. But the melatonin does have a propensity to slow tumor growth. 
So, yeah, seriously something to consider. Um, I haven't seen 100 milligrams a day used often. I've seen, I did see 40, 40 milligrams three times a day, which is actually 120 mm. in one case, uh, a woman with a metastatic breast cancer. So... Not an outrageous idea. The you know the worst that'll happen is you'll get a little extra drowsy from it, and you can always cut the dose back down. Okay, okay. Um, are, are, do you think going off of an asterol is a good idea? Also, along with this anasteride. Anasterol lowers the risk or lowers uh, estrogen levels. So if you if you Continue. If you stop the anastrozole, you'll probably get a rise in estrogens. Um, the finasteride is blocking down your dehydroepi or your dehydrotestosterone levels, which is kind of super testosterone. Um, I don't know. I, at this point, I'm not sure any of them are going to make a whole lot of difference after this after this long. But okay. uh, if your if your urologist is recommending to hold them, hold them. And let's see where okay. the let's see where the PSA goes, and then you know we we know what to address after that. My my uh, testosterone has been running about seven fifty for uh, since I started the program, um, uh-huh. and he says that's way too high. He says he wants to get it down to fifty, uh, no. but he wants to wait and see see what uh, what no. the, the PET scan co- comes back at. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he's. Only about forty years behind the curve on that one. Um, oh, really? Yeah, the rea- the reality is that uh, an androgen sensitive prostate cancer, there's what we call a threshold effect. Uh, if we totally castrate you, either physically or or medically, and drop your est- drop your testosterone to effectively to zero, then the tumor will slow down its growth for anywhere from three to five years. So that's the good news. Uh, but the, the downside of that, of course, is depression, fatigue, memory issues, osteoporosis, etc. So we don't really like doing that to guys if we can help it. Um, once you cross that threshold, and that's a testosterone of about 25 or 30, rising testosterone above that doesn't speed up the growth of the tumor anymore. Okay, once you cross that threshold, more testosterone above that does not seem to make the tumor grow any faster. All it does is give you more drive, ambition, more cheerful a- attitude, and emotional ability to cope with your disease. So, you know, if you've been stable for 11 years with a with a, uh, a testosterone load of 750, I don't see a good reason to shift it, but. That's one doctor's opinion, and there are other good doctors who will disagree with me. Uh, this is very useful information. That, uh, mm-hmm. I, I still, I'm still very active, and and I would rather stay active rather than to. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to become an invalid just because you got a cancer, a little cancer <laughs> hiding in that prostate. That's right. So no. All right. Well, listen. Thank uh, you for your call, Marvin. Yeah, get your studies done. Yes. And then, uh, you know, chat with your longevity doctor. Have him contact me so that I can be sure to be in on that meeting. 
I don't go to all of them because I travel so much. I'm not always here on those Tuesday noons. But I'll try to make it a point to uh, to be there if they'll contact me about it, okay? There you go. Hey, Marvin, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you for the call. We'll be right back with more Leading Edge Medicine. Stay tuned. 